0: Hey guys, I'm Marcus, and I'm Abel, and we are Two Men and a Romance Novel. Hey guys, Marcus here. Just wanted to let everybody know that we had a little issue with the recording on the Spanish Love Deception. So instead of the Spanish Love Deception, we are actually going to be recording The Deal by Ellie Kennedy. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hello and welcome back to Two Men and a Romance Novel. I am Marcus. And I'm Abel. And we are here once again to do what we do. We read the first and last chapter of a romance novel. And then we fill in the rest.
1: Yeah, so today's episode is Third Husband's The Charm by Nancy Yeager. I actually was kind of getting into the first chapter of this one, and it was kind of hard not to go on. I don't know why it grabbed me so much, but it did. That was really intriguing.
0: Mm -hmm. Once again, disclaimer. This is not our genre. We are not the target audience. We will be making fun of this, but in good spirits. These are great stories. Go listen to them. And honestly, from the first chapter... This one, I probably would have picked up and rather enjoyed.
1: Yeah, I am actually seriously considering going back and reading through the whole book, which is weird because I don't have a lot of time to read, so the fact that I'm like, hey, that would actually be a really good time. That and This is a is, long book, too. Yeah. It's yeah, 380 so, pages. Yeah, 380 pages on Kindle. I don't know what that would translate to in paperback or hardback or whatever, but on Kindle, it's 380 pages, so it's a decently long Decently long book. But if it continues in the quality that the first chapter had, at least, I would be down to read it. But that's not what we're here to do. We don't actually read these books. Well, kind of not in its entirety. We read the first and the last. And then we make it up as we go along. Exactly. So, speaking of the first, give us the rundown, Marcus. So,
0: okay. The first chapter's actually, like, super intriguing. And I kind of want to see this adapted into a movie. Because I feel like this would just be a great starting scene. uh, Because you've got this... um, this captain, um, who's also an Earl, mm-hmm. which is a bit odd because most people who are of Earl ranking status, you know, some form of London nobility generally don't become captains. They own the ships. They don't sail the ships. So that's already a weird thing to start with. This guy, Captain Percival, who they just call him Percy throughout the, the entirety of the book. Carlisle, Earl of Granston.
1: What a title what a right, title oh my right God. i could only aspire to sound that noble
0: hey you can become a lord i true i my wife actually got me that as an anniversary Did gift she? i'm i'm technically a lord
1: <laughs> that sounds about right yeah
0: i don't yeah. <laughs> it, it for all it means it, i am a lord but
1: you got so, that square foot of land in scotland
0: technically we have two she's a lady oh, you got two? oh dang i got two trees in scotland <laughs> so back to the original this actually take at least the first scene is taking place in london and in the in the sluice ways where a ship is being built he's walking towards his brand new ship the ss martinique which is a brand new ship and it looks like given the era this is in 1870 this was one of the new steam-powered metal vessels so it would have been brand new flagship kind of a kind of a grand Mm -hmm. ordeal he walks up onto the deck ready to for his grand captain you know moment and his bosun who for those of you that don't know a bosun is just kind of the guy he maintains the ship i'm glad you said that i
1: didn't know that he's
0: not (laughs) in, in order of ranking you have a captain you have a first mate, you have a master at arms or a general quartermaster, and then you have the bosun. Cool. Generally the bosun and the general quartermaster are on the same level. General quartermaster is in charge of supplies for the ship. The bosun is in charge of maintaining and keeping the ship running.
1: Gotcha. Okay. So
0: he's he's basically the engineer of the ship. So your bosun is like one of your top tier guys. Like you get to know your bosun well, because if anything goes wrong, he's gonna keep the ship afloat. Steps on onto his deck. Obviously, the first thing Captain's going to do is talk to his first mate, talk to his bosun. The bosun literally tries to avoid eye contacts and scampers off. Well, that's not good. Then his best friend, who is also his business partner, and I believe his first mate, I don't remember, might not be his first mate, definitely his business partner. Hey, Percy, let's go into your quarters and have a drink. That's when you get the context of... Percy no longer drinks because he is afraid of a mental degradation. Mm -hmm. Sounds a little bit like manic-depressive episodes mixed with a little bit of dementia. Mm -hmm. But his father has it very bad, and so he's afraid that he is going to make it worse if he drinks. So he vows to only drink every so often and to keep up the appearances that he is a skirt-chasing socialite drunkard. Yeah,
1: he definitely has a reputation of being kind of a party boy can you kind of get like frat boy vibes almost more of a responsible frat boy i guess in that he's managed to get to the rank of captain at the age of like what 26 i well, think he's also an
0: earl so he Touché. owns
1: the ship touche i guess i guess having that title would give you a bit of a
0: but i mean uh, also <laughs> he he clearly has the skill to be a captain because mm-hmm. he's been doing it for years which means he hasn't lost his vessel
1: yeah and they I do say that he's earned his his captaincy.
0: Yes. Let's uh, see here. For a man with a reputation of fun-loving, hard-drinking, skirt-chaser, he spent an inordinate amount of time being sober and alone. That kind of puts that into context of what's going on. He sits down with his best friend, and his best friend, "You should really have a drink." And okay, red flag. What do mm-hmm. you mean? Was it Harry, my cousin? My cousin Harry. We were down in Buenos Aires celebrating Carnival. And he's like, so, oh man, Harry must've done something. And his friend goes, nah, it wasn't Harry. Nah, some constables came by. What, what did this, the ship hasn't even left port in six months. How can the cops think we're smuggling anything? He goes, they weren't here about the ship. They were here about you. What, why would they be here about me? Well, the marriage contract. Oh man, did my cousin screw up and get a marriage contract? <laughs> um, no, Percy, you signed a marriage contract. And then he's sitting here going like, I remember having a drunken night with a nice girl in Buenos Aires, and apparently I had a Las Vegas moment and got married. Yep. Smash cut to his now wife, Yep. Finola, as I think how you pronounce that.
1: I have no idea. I, I would have guessed Finola, but I don't know. Spanish is not my, so, my foreign but, language of choice. So,
0: I'll, I'll go with finola that that's how it's spelled yeah she apologies
1: a, to any spanish speakers if we butcher it
0: not not my first language Eng, look sarcasm is my first language Eng, english is my second finola then has gotten the constable to kind of bring him back because they need to discuss the marriage arrangement because uh, apparently he got drunk married her air quotes around married her and then left the next day not realizing he's been married and has been sailing around the seas for about five months or not nah, so, so, six months or something like that yeah it, it's a little the time doesn't necessarily line up with what they're saying but you know because he's apparently been in london for six months mm-hmm. but he was sailing for a time Let's say roughly six months. That sounds good. And she's been trying to approach him. And she thinks that he's just avoiding her to avoid scandal. And he didn't realize he was married for the past six
1: months. And she has cause for trying to approach him for this marriage thing. She has claimed to a wealthy silver mine in Buenos Aires. And currently... Wait, was it in Buenos Aires or was it the state? I thought it was in Argentina.
0: Let's see here. Buenos Aires... You looked that
1: up. In one way or another, yes. she has the claim to a silver mine that's very profitable. However, her, her second husband... So her first husband sounds like he was fine. Her second husband was some old guy who didn't put his affairs in order before he died
0: her first husband was very insecure because that's right she he was the same yeah. height as her and was very much like you can't well wear heels taller than me and right i don't like that you're the same size as me you're mm-hmm. too big and you know right yes also that's right. side note percy is 26 yes and she is 28 yes she's going through her third husband at
1: 28 she's not lucky no uh, because both i mean albeit the second one she kind of walked into it a little bit marrying an old guy who he died hadn't set his affairs in order his claim on the mine fell to his son who she doesn't like very much i guess exactly remember what why that was she is trying to get him to try and broker some sort of deal something to do with getting her claim on them yeah no mine. so
0: the way i would see it is a having a earl who has power yes could then help you fight the in the legal system
1: mm-hmm.
0: with the ambiguity on your side because you're going to be able to claim a lot more. I'm assuming the son's only assets are those silver mines. They're in hold due to a legal case. Someone who's got money is definitely going to be able to win that case far better than the snobby son that wants to inherit all the money.
1: Yeah. The chapter kind of ends with them going into to meet, and then the constables kind of talk to Percy, and then he is about to talk with Finola, it kind of leaves you on that cliffhanger of what happened in that conversation. Smash cut to the last chapter. Uh, they are on their honeymoon on the Martinique. What a surprise they got together. Whoa, who would have guessed? Uh, you know,
0: I was, I was thinking maybe this was the one they didn't, but maybe next book.
1: Maybe next time. So they're on their honeymoon on the Martinique where he has brought along his sister, but she is staying on the crab and far away. His mom said it would be good for her to get out. I feel like there's probably wondering. more there within the book
0: it, it does say that she wanted to go because some guy broke her heart
1: gotcha yeah so she wanted to get out of london Brought um, her dog too and their dog yes he brought her dog so he says goodnight to his sister and then walks to the other side of the ship where the captain's quarters are where it is implied they have been doing the captain's canoodle this whole honeymoon not implied it is expressly yeah, pretty much expressly sa- <laughs> the seaside you know, sway the sea yes this the sea sway yes and <laughs> um, then getting their sea legs, if you catch my drift. He comes in, and she's often been in her one of her many negligees or wearing nothing at all. Ooh la la. This night though, she's wearing a negligee, and he goes in to initiate the uh, marital times. The marital times, yes. And then so she's kind of like, first, there's something we need to talk about. And he's like, okay. Well, at our wedding, you said we would have no more deceptions, but we would have surprises. And he's kind of like, okay. Do you have a surprise for me? And he's... Is she trying to be, you know, seductive? Or is this actually something serious? And I do have a surprise. I guess her first husband had been angry at her because allegedly she had been unable to conceive a child. She has now figured out that it was not her fault that she was unable to conceive. It was his... Her first husband's fault, as she is now with child. And he's very excited about that, which she kind of surprised is surprised about because... She thought he would be kind of tied to the sea for the rest of his life. She was like, look, you don't have to stay on land. You can still go out to sea. We'll figure it out. And he's like, no, I want to stay on land. I want to stay home now. Uh, Basically, he's like, I want to be a family man back and, you know, join the London Society, which he said he was trying to escape in the first chapter. It's also told that he was afraid to have kids because he was worried about passing down his mental degeneration degeneration to them. However, at some point during the span of the book, his mother revealed something to him that made him, I guess, realize it wasn't going to happen to him. It kind of implied that it was something that happened to his dad only. And then it kind of gives the happily ever after of, you know, they grow old, they had kids, they had grandkids on their, you know, his estate back in London. And that's kind of where it ends. It's it's a sweet ending. Now,
0: we get to decide what happens in between. Yes. I... I'm gonna start with my theory. Okay.
1: Pirates. Pirates. Alright. That's that's a twist. Alright, give me give me your reasoning for pirates.
0: He decides originally the first chapter, he says, I'm gonna get a divorce. Da-da-da. I think she convinces him, no, you're not gonna get a divorce. Tell you what, I'll change your mind. I'm gonna go on the ship with you. No, no, you're not. <laughs> Woman on a ship, that's frightfully bad luck. Nah, mm. it ain't gonna happen. And eventually she sneaks on board and then Through the course of finding it out, they get attacked by privateers. Okay. And they're captured on board of their ship. And they have to deal with this whole situation, and it blows up in the hole. You lied to me? You weren't? I wasn't actually married to you? Mm -hmm. That was actually a forged document that you roofied me for? Kind of a thing. We got more pressing matters. There's pirates. Then they hijack the ship. Okay. Because book gonna book. Mm -hmm. So they figure out how to hijack the ship, and they get back to their ship and then all through all this hijinks and all this like they get really in depth really like lovey-dovey and then they decide he's like you know what i just took over a pirate ship with this one i dig her obviously he's got to get his ship back got to get the cargo to where it needs to go winds up delivering and is like all right i'm married i'm gonna do one last run he goes on his honeymoon, takes his little sister with him, fall in love happily ever after. is my big overarching plot. I have many details to fill in with that.
1: Okay. I have a small detail that has occurred to me that okay. I think would be a lot of fun if we found out. His little sister. Yes. Right. So she says she had her heart broken, right? What if she's also in love with a sailor? Right. She's been in love with a sailor, comes to London every once in a while, and they have their, their little fling while she's always there. <laughs> whatever. It. However you want, you know... Maybe that unfair. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they're just courting. You know, I leave that up to your imagination. There's a lot society.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they, they're going to be doing something.
1: Yeah. It comes to find out, or turns out, that this man that his sister has been dating is actually the privateer, a turncoat Spain because this would have been. What? Would they been,
0: would they been fighting Spain at this time? The 1860s were the American Revolution, mm-hmm. and then France was... They'd been fighting France for a short time. 1860s? Yeah. American Revolution? Oh, that's 1760s. Yeah. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, 1860s... See, 1760s after that, early 1800s is the French Revolution, and then I think they would have been fighting Spain at this time.
1: Okay, so I was right that. Yeah. Cool. One way or another, he's turned his... Percy's sister's boyfriend has turncoat and is currently a privateer looting ships from England. And so the ship they get captured on is Percy's sister's boyfriend's privateer ship, and that's why she breaks up with him because he kidnapped Percy and Finola.
0: I dig this. Okay, ah, uh, that might have been why they get they get away. Is he's you know oh, I'm not gonna kill my lover's mm-hmm. brother. Yeah. And his wife. Look, I'm not that cold hearted. I'm in it for the money.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He lets them go. That oh, would be yeah, that would work. Cause then it's a whole how are we gonna get out of this? Wait, Jacques? I don't actually know what it is. Yeah. It actually says his name, but I don't care. His name's Jacques now. He's French. <laughs> okay. No, he's Spanish. Name Jacques.
1: Name Jacques. Perfect. Yeah. Makes sense. Ma- perfect sense. Yes.
0: That's how all this goes. Jacques also is Fabio. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: How many levels of twist can I add to this? How, how many European countries can we throw, lump into this one person? A, how many cultures can I offend in one statement? <laughs> Answer, all of them. All
0: of them. <laughs> he's, His name is Jacques. He's from Spain. Fights mm. for uh, China. And is a turncoat from England.
1: Yes. Somehow. That's how they escape. Is He's got like this honor code. I would not kill my girlfriend's brother. Well, yeah, but you still kidnapped him, so... Adios, fam. <laughs> but, I am hot. Ooh, he makes a good point there, though. He is hot.
0: I feel like that's the ultimate answer to a lot of these. Man, I am mad at you. If you
1: weren't so sexy, this would be over. To be fair, this is one of the few books where... And maybe it's just because it's written from both their perspectives. But they haven't gone into massive detail about how Percy, or the man, is super tall. Well, he it does note that he is tall. Yes. But... It doesn't talk about how broad his shoulders are and how chiseled his chin is. It does talk about how she's the most beautiful woman that he's ever seen, but it's not like, creepy about it. She's yeah. really pretty. She had really pretty red hair. She had blue eyes. She was the most beautiful woman you've ever seen. They had a fling, and now she's back.
0: Well, um, okay, he thought they just had a fling. Yes. Turns out they got him, like, stinking, absolutely sloppy drunk. Yes. And what probably actually happened is she stows away on his ship, mm-hmm. and they have the rom-com. Why are you on my ship?
1: Mm -hmm. He's a pirate ship.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's right. He's smuggling now. I don't care. I don't care what the ship is. It's probably just like some pleasure cruise ship in the middle of it. But no, it's a pirate ship now.
1: Ooh, I'm going to throw in an alternate ending. Okay. Okay. So we have pirates in the middle, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) After. Aliens. At the end. end, This is after their pirate adventure. They turn the ship into a a cruise ship. (laughs) All right. This him, is it. this is the maiden voyage of the SS Martinique, the first cruise ship in history, but it's pirate themed. You've got to stick with your pirate idea, right? It kind of nothing
0: is more sexy than a pirate,
1: exactly. Act like you're hostages held on a pirate ship, but also you're still getting served like gourmet food and all that stuff. He owns the ship. He's he and Finola are on board for the maiden voyage of the Martinique Cruise Line, the Martinique Pirate Experience, right? And
0: I want to be on this cruise ship now.
1: <laughs> We're <laughs> a VIP pirate prisoner. <laughs>
0: VIP pirate prisoner.
1: <laughs> so this is the maiden voyage, and they are on board for their honeymoon. They are the only guests on board for this maiden voyage. And then after this, they're going to open it up to the public, mostly to the rich people because it's the 1870s, and the middle class can't afford vacations.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, that's fair. You work <laughs> until you die, I mean.
1: Yeah, but, hey, it's life.
0: That's true. May not be a good one, but it's alive. Hey, but you're alive. But so, the
1: rich people can afford it.
0: I think the where the romance happens and the bonding happens. Oh yeah, we should probably is, figure that out since it's a romance like, novel. Yeah. So I think it happens when he's all concerned about I can't marry you because my mind is la 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 la. Yeah. Also,
1: he, you lied to me about being married because I think that is.
0: I think a, it's forged. Yeah. I think. I think the. I think he definitely did get drunk and probably mm-hmm. had a fling. Yes. And then in front of, like, and proposed. hmm But I don't think they actually got married. I yeah. think she forged the marriage certificate.
1: hmm Yeah, I'm kind of on the same page as you there. I kind of agree with you on that.
0: I think after the cruise line ends, I think they go back to...
1: Okay. Look, this is nearly a
0: 400-page well, book, people. We can, we can add in a lot in the middle. Well,
1: and I think that they were actually kidnapped. Okay. I, I'm, I'm still on board for that it's just what it's the kidnapping that inspires them to start the cruise line or to start the theme cruise line turning their trauma into money
0: as all good business people do
1: as you should do (laughs)
0: life life note ladies and gentlemen if you have trauma turn it into some kind of experience and make money off of it yes that's how all escape rooms happened (laughs) Some guy somewhere got locked in a room, escaped... Oh, no. Oh, no. I can make money off this.
1: <laughs> if some girl gets kidnapped by a serial killer, she escapes. You know, apart from the whole kidnapping part, that was kind of fun. I kind so, of enjoyed figuring out all the details about who he is and how that corresponds to the padlock that he put on my door. <laughs> I found, I found that one weird
0: coat hanger that allowed me to stick that one thing in a hole and yeah. l- unlock the oddly convoluted way but it worked <laughs> so then they bring the cruise line back to London yes to pick up his sister yes who then
1: dumps her her kidnapper boyfriend
0: her kidnapper Jacques yes Spanish Chinese employed london trader boyfriend yes who who is who who is also Russian
1: yeah well his, his dad was Russian
0: yeah that yeah Makes sense. Makes yeah, sense. Always. I'm
1: put tracking so far. His mother was Australian.
0: Crocky, might. Yeah. I think the final cementing thing is he goes and hangs out with his family with her. Mm. And it's the whole story of I hate my family. She brings out the loving side in his family. Wait, they don't all suck?
1: <laughs> I kind of like the idea that this book is, it starts off chapter two or three of them figuring out the whole marriage thing. Then they get kidnapped one chapter and then the rest of the book is just them spending time with his family, family? <laughs> and that's like, the rest of like, the like maybe maybe two pages. or three yeah
0: make two or three pages of them getting captured getting back to their boat <laughs> they decide to invest in a new cruise line they go back to london <laughs> and then most of the book is actually his family <laughs> but the pirate stuff is definitely in there
1: yes here is one loose end that we haven't, that we haven't what, what do you mean out.
0: loose end? this is this is a flawless book we've created so far no
1: no oh no, i agree i'm just trying to iron it up a little more on a more serious note what do you think happened to his dad that caused him to degenerate so badly mentally
0: from the limited context that i read because he apparently had manic fits mm-hmm. And he was hearing voices. Yeah, that sounds like either bipolar disorder with mm-hmm. a touch of dementia. Yeah, or he had what's the disease that you actually have auditory and oh, visual Oh, uh, schizophrenia. Yes, he may have had schizophrenia. Okay, which also does have deteriorative mental states if if left untreated. And back then, it <laughs> I think you have ghosts in your bloods. So take cocaine about it. Yeah.
1: Also, will bleed you.
0: Yeah. Modern medicine didn't really hit the forefront until early 1900s. Yeah. I I would think his dad probably had... Probably schizophrenia, he he would hear random voices or see things that weren't there. Okay. And when you can't trust your senses, it makes it really hard to remember things. And so... I think his dad probably had schizophrenia.
1: So, how would his mom reassure them that that wouldn't happen to him? Though, how would his mom, how would Percy's mom reassure him of that? Because I feel like if it's something like that, there is really no way to guarantee that it wouldn't be hereditary. And she seems to have alleviated his fears of that at the end of the book.
0: Well, I think the thing is, is if if you have a conversation, his mom definitely has lived with their father for mm-hmm. a long time, yeah, and probably saw. From what it sounds like, his dad degenerated. Mm -hmm. So his dad, you know, normal or or like had had some kind of normalcy to him and then slowly degenerated. And so she got to watch that process. Mm -hmm. She knows that in her son, you don't have the same markers. You don't have the same symptoms. I like that a lot. Son, I love you, but you're a raging alcoholic and that's why you forget things.
1: Yeah. And you've had some trauma of losing people in the past and that's why you've had nightmares. I like that a lot. I think that's very wholesome. I think that's very sweet.
0: Oh, yeah, no, I, I would almost guarantee that's how that went down. A mm-hmm. raging alcoholic conversation and all of like, son, you're the town tomcat. Yeah. You can't keep things straight. You got a lot on your mind. You're constantly worried about the family. You're constantly worried about losing your mind like your dad, mm-hmm. and you drink. But even when you stop drinking, you never stop worrying. Yeah. And because you're worried, it preoccupies your mind. Mm-hmm. And then you don't sleep, so you don't, get enough, you don't get enough sleep to remember anything. So thus it increases your worry.
1: I like that a lot. And I think that that's a pretty good place to wrap it up. Before we wrap up, big summary. We have Percy and Fenora. Yes. and they are not actually married but she's convincing him he's married and then after they kind of start sorting that out I kind one of out he sails off she sneaks aboard they get captured by privateers during which they like each other a little bit and then he takes her
0: she like she probably finds out about you know his whole mental stuff yeah. and is like hey 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 it's okay yeah she I, I'll help you and then the boyfriends all right fine you can go back to your ship now
1: yeah you can go home they go home they spend 250 pages with his family during which He sees how she interacts with them and starts to fall in love with her there, and also gets that reassurance from his mom. They start the cruise line, they go on their honeymoon, and then he kind of retires on that passive income, also being an earl. I was about to
0: say passive income. He's an earl. He probably owns like six thousand ships and (laughs) Well, and I'm sure they sort out her whole silver mine issue. They're not hurting for money at the slightest. That's where
1: they're going on their honeymoon is they're going to have a romantic honeymoon to Buenos Aires to kick butt in the legal system, as all good honeymoons should.
0: Well, I mean, they met during carnival. Like These are party people.
1: Fair. And, that, and then they grow old, and they have kids and grandkids, and it's very beautiful. And that's where it is.
0: Just imagine that story. Dad, how did you meet Mom when I was raging drunk, drunk. at a party that <laughs> goes on for a week in the country of Buenos Aires? We hooked up. And then she convinced me I married her.
1: And it was <laughs> kind of gross but really glad that she did and then i did marry her and then i did marry her so i guess i guess she was right (laughs) but also
0: (laughs) moral of the story kids if you have trauma in your life learn how to make money off of it amen once again hey guys if you if you like the content we do next week we will be doing the the deal we're doing the deal yes by ellie kennedy yes
1: or l kennedy one of the two yeah
0: if you guys like what we do, next week we'll be doing the deal by L. Kennedy, which I think is a hockey.
1: I have no idea. You get more summary on these. My,
0: my wife said it was sports. Cool. And she read one of the things in the, part. Uh, what do you call those? Reviews. She read mm-hmm. one of the reviews and the fan said, I think I'm a fan of hockey now.
1: All right. Looks like I'm going to be watching some hockey this week in research. As always, though, thank you for listening. Go check out out third husband's the charm seriously this one seems really good and i might check it out later down the road honestly check all these books out they're we, great yeah
0: they're they're probably actually really incredible and we're just butchering the plot line
1: or yeah. we might be approving them we don't know yeah we don't know i don't know i don't know how you can improve on a pirate kidnap theme cruise line but i'm sure sh- i'm sure if anyone could do it it'd be nancy yeager that's true shout out to nancy thank you all for listening and we hope to see you all next week bye guys